Today on the show, brand affinity amid a pandemic is apparently top of mind for us all. How can you make your brand top of mind as well? All this and more today on Recur Now. From my remote setup, it's Abby Sullivan on Friday, May 15th, a beautiful day to subscribe. Up first, a look at your B2B SaaS index with ProfitWell client strategist Rob Litterst. Hey guys, Rob here. It's been an overall solid week for the B2B SaaS crowd, and we're still on the up. We've seen a steady increase in the overall index, up 1.06% over the last week, and over the last 90 days, we're up just over 4%. We've also seen new revenue for B2B continue to accelerate today, up almost 5% over the last 24 hours. In B2B specifically, we've been protected a bit amid the crisis because we're notoriously a second-order impact vertical with lots of annual contracts. We're holding on to that and hope you're climbing out of this at the same rate. Although we know you're ultimately going to have to make the tough decisions, we'll continuously scan the B2B space to deliver you daily market trends to add into the greater calculus of doing so. You can check your subscriber newsletter each morning for the latest. And up next, it's back to Abby with today's headlines. Thanks, Rob. In my morning scan of Twitter, LinkedIn, and an absurd amount of industry newsletters, I saw a serious pattern. Founders, execs, and entrepreneurs are outwardly voicing their opinions on getting serious about messaging. Because people want authenticity, connection, and above all else, they want to feel you, writes Elliot founder Sergio Villasenor. Elliot is a global commerce platform that claims to be, quote, the anti-B2B brand you've been begging for. Sergio says the old-school B2B enterprise playbook is dead. And in 2020, building the brand is equally as important as building the tech. In the same realm, I see Dave Gerhardt, marketing master at Privy, formerly of Drift, take to Twitter with an equally hot take. People lose their minds when brand social media accounts reply with something mildly funny or entertaining, Dave writes. Because, quote, the bar is so low with being great on social media, and it's such a miss for most companies. And another, I found B2B SaaS marketing leader Danny Asling posting to LinkedIn about the need to tell great stories because stories are the backbone of every winning idea, he claims. And since we at ProfitWell know a thing or two about affinity, good storytelling, and making your audience feel something, I wanted to take this opportunity to share our learnings from years of building brand affinity and the pros of doing so, because a pandemic feels like a better time than ever to foster a greater connection. So what's this concept all about, and why do we care so much? We know brand awareness is who knows you, while brand affinity is who cares about you. Brand affinity is next level because it's an audience of people who know your brand, they know your values, and they can relate. Brand affinity is important because you're building brand advocates. The stronger the brand, the more brand advocates you have. Chris Savage, co-founder and CEO over at Wistia, behind the team who created the Webby award-winning series 110-100, knows that brand affinity is not a growth hack which I think is super important to point out here. He says investing in building a strong brand takes time. It doesn't happen in a day, a week, or even a month. Affinity relies on relationships, and relationships take time. So, what do you actually need to do to foster this? As content continues to rain, building brand affinity requires creating bingeable content and marketing it like a media company. Chris says when you do these two things, you change how you interact with your audience, and in turn, the interactions with your brand. Getting people to have affinity for your brand meaning actually recommending your product or services to their people, could be one of the worthiest investments for your future. But how can you create brand affinity if you don't have the team, the bandwidth, or the budget? We understand this struggle at its core, and we're here for you. Maybe not with the answer you're looking for. Building affinity is definitely not a hack. It's a ton of work. 
And attaining that affinity is the exact reason we launched an entire network of shows, the Recur Network, specifically for our industry, with a hyper-focus on finding the truth in this space. As for budget, we can relate. We are a small team, yet we work tirelessly to get this content out every day. When you hire a group that's dedicated enough and with the right skill set and values, you don't actually need an army to get this done. Now, this can be done for any respective industry. So what's the hesitation for other makers? Jay Akunzo of Marketing Showrunners points out two of the biggest offenders, boring content and budget. But if you're setting out to find the truth, creating sophisticated content that your audience wants to inform, to educate, to entertain, you can make this happen. If you're concrete in your advice and actionable in your asks, your audience will want to come back. Jay Akunzo actually wrote an article all about our ProfitWell plight to building brand affinity. And he outwardly says, ProfitWell's topics are boring. But with the careful crafting and genuity, we've built affinity from the bottom. And to our audience, this stuff is not boring. It's riveting. It's business altering. It's the most foundational thing of all, in the words of Patrick. It's the truth. I will link to a whole slew of resources in your subscriber newsletter on building brand affinity, what it's all about, and why you should start today, even if at small scale. And I'm always here to chat about it from the content trenches. Ask me anything to abby at profitwell.com. I am all ears. And now, a feel-good bit by Grace. Today, we see Headspace make its television ad debut to offer unemployed Americans free meditation, offering year-long subscriptions to anyone who's been laid off in the United States. Headspace is a meditation app that promotes a healthier, happier, more well-rested lifestyle in an approachable few minutes of meditation per day. Headspace is making the leap to free in order to promote the Headspace Promise, a commitment to providing free mental health resources in times of crisis. All you have to do is fill out a form on Headspace's website and you're in the clear, and hopefully your mind will be too. Now, back to Abby. Thanks, G. In the name of creating baller content, today's featured user is Soapbox, the simpler tool used for recording, sharing, and editing your videos in actual minutes, a product from the earlier mentioned video moguls over at Wistia. Soapbox is awesome because you literally just need a face and a laptop to get the video content cranking. It functions as a Chrome extension with which you can record your webcam, your screen, or a split-screen view. The simplicity of Soapbox is an initial draw, no doubt, but they also offer advancements if you're looking to get a little fancy. Soapbox Station is a plug-and-play webcam studio that dramatically improves the quality of your Soapbox videos. Essentially, it functions as an all-in-one tabletop video studio. Wistia is one of those companies that's simply nailing it on the head always. We are loyal users ourselves. Their content is actionable, there's zero fluff, and it looks damn good in the process. That is a wrap on your May 15th news. We'll catch you right back here tomorrow with more. And remember, we're launching a weekly version of Recur Now, a newsletter with the best in each week's news. If you want in on that, reply to me at abby at profitwell.com and I'll get you on that list. This has been a Recur Studios production, the fastest growing subscription network out there. If you find use for this show, subscribe for more like it at profitwell.com slash recur. 